0: We'll <laughs>
1: Here we are, special episode, MBM podcast,
2: one out of the left field for everybody. Yeah,
1: special, special, special one. Uh, you know, um, it's kind of cool the way this this episode kind of came about. Um, a certain somebody reached out to us, which is blew my mind because that doesn't happen every day. We just started doing this stuff, and we're practically nobodies. M-
2: Matt got a got a message from this individual on the MBM podcast page. Yeah. And I think within 18 seconds after he got it, my (laughs) cell phone (laughs) rang before I think my phone got the (laughs) notification. He's like, dude, you have no idea who just messaged us. And I was like, who? And then the conversation went from there and well, here we are. So
1: this individual, I'm not going to give his name away yet, see if people can figure it out before I say it, runs a really big website. That's in the RC industry. If you haven't figured it out from there, he also has a lot to do with a new scoring program that's just come out. If you still don't know who it is, we're talking about Brandon Road from Live RC and Lifetime Scoring. Uh, so, Brandon, uh, with that being said, I want to say thank you very much for reaching out to us and wanting to be on with us. And I figured we make this a special one just for you.
0: Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me.
1: So, Lifetime. Because that's kind of where it has... Actually, I'm not even going to get into live time yet. What I really want to know, Brian... or uh, Brandon? Brandon? <laughs> oh, having a seizure yeah, over here. Where did you find out about our podcast?
0: Um, I think Facebook. I um, I mean, I've, I've known about it for a while. To be to tell you exactly where I first heard about it, I honestly couldn't tell you. But I think it was on Facebook or social media or, you know, I saw a link
2: somewhere. That's awesome. It works. <laughs> Facebook <Yeah>. works. <laughs> I wish you could like actually follow like where it went. You know, like I'll give you a map and like show with pins everywhere you people have looked at your. And I'm sure it exists if you like with the analytics or whatever it's called. Yeah, oh, the oh, analytics. Just, yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's it. God, it'd just yeah. be so awesome. Oh, it is. Yeah. Trust
1: me. When I see the RSS feed, like hit, and of course RSS feeds, you can't take them. You can take them as a grain of salt because. You know, iTunes checks the RSS feed on a fairly <laughs> regular basis. But, you know, when you see some of the places it's coming from, it's like, holy geez, look, we had an email from a guy in the UK, Lewis, emails us. You know, the UK's listening to it. You know, I think you forget how big the internet is, right? So, but we guess we'll get into live time, right? That's what I sure. kind of want to discuss a little.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Mike, you got anything for him? Well, I think Brandon will let you just kind of elaborate on, uh, you know, what uh, Lifetime strives to achieve and, and, you know, what the advantages to using it are and everything like that. Okay. Um,
0: Yeah, well, I guess um, it's hard to say, start with the 10,000-foot overview, I guess. Uh, But what we're trying to do is kind of globalize all of the data from racers around the world and put all of the racing data in one place, we can do essentially any kind of report that we want to run on that scoring data. So one example would be if you race in Canada at your track, then you go race at OCRC in California, then you go race in Europe. Any track that's using Lifetime, you can track your progress over time. You can look at your results. Um, you, know, it's, you don't have just a account in every individual track's database. It's linked up to the cloud where we have all of this data stored. And you can look from race to race. Then you can start running queries or reports and see how many laps you've done, who's done the most laps in the world, who did the most laps this week, who did the most laps you know, next week or, or that month. Uh, possibilities are really endless. Uh, and then what we can do is start having achievements, kind of like online gaming has, where you start off um, – <laughs>
2: uh where's waldo (laughs) yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) um you know just like an online game you get achievements when you do different things so an achievement we could have is you're in the iron man club for racing three different classes in a night or or four different classes in a night or a frequent traveler because you've raced two different tracks in a week or five different states in a year something like that Mm -hmm. it's really endless and it just opens up more interactivity with people so they can actually have more fun with racing Instead of, you know, just go to the track, race, compete, go home. Now you can really try to shoot for something long-term. And even if your friends aren't at a track, you can go there and you know, try to knock off another achievement and hopefully drive people back to club racing is what we're really trying to do.
2: That's awesome. Well, my joke uh, over the weekend uh, while well, we used uh, lifetime was to all the guys, I said, now you can prove to your wives you really were where you said you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there was quite a few giggles when I said that.
0: <laughs> you know, on the downside, it could actually work the opposite way where somebody said they were going race or... Uh,
2: Racing? <laughs> yeah. And they really weren't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they just better not tell the wife they ha- they're they using live time and live RC to yeah. <laughs> yeah. get yeah. the results. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So w- with you saying that, like, uh, you know, racers going to other tracks and being able to kind of track their own progress... I'm getting ready to go to Las Vegas in April and I plan on going to uh, more than likely the RC tracks Las Vegas where they're about to have the Silver State. Yep. They run live time there, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, they're just getting started on
1: it right now. Oh, that's gonna be cool. So by
2: April they will definitely be using Live Time
1: in full oh, force. Yeah. That'll <laughs> be <laughs> using it <at> the <laughs> really Silver cool.
0: State and they'll be using it at you know, all their other future races after that.
2: That's awesome. Oh, that's nifty. So, uh, Brendan, another kind of question here for you, and you can get into as much detail as you want, kind of give us the, from the beginning, you know, like you race RCs as well, uh, I'm correct in saying that? Yes. You know, so clearly that's kind of brought you into what you do now. I guess take us back to, you know, as far as you can remember when you first kind of grabbed a controller and, and bring us to today. Oh, man. Um. You got all the time you want. Yeah, we got time. <laughs> we got time. All right.
0: Uh, I guess I had an RC car when uh, I was really little. I wanted a, you know, fat or Tyco or something. They're fast tracks, whatever their car was at the time. And my dad told me that was a piece of junk and took me to a real hobby shop and got a real car. <laughs> and, you know, that was the coolest thing in the world. Um, but I wasn't really that into it. I grew up really into motocross and uh, every weekend my family and I were racing. And then uh, I got injured quite a bit. And every time I was injured, I kind of went back to RC car racing, and I guess by the time I was out of high school, I had a whole lot of practice racing RC cars, and I had a you know a lot of broken bones. So I still love motocross, ride occasionally, but not you know not seriously or don't race really anymore. So RC has really kind of taken over and fulfilled that need to race and compete. Um, but throughout college, I've always been doing something on the business side of RC, had a hobby shop for a while. Um, and then, you know, used to build motors, um, pretty much every aspect of it. Lifetime started kind of as a college project, uh, or I'm sorry, live RC to see if we can get scoring live scoring data from all the big races. Cause there's really nothing outside of waiting for the magazines or occasional internet message board posts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And that kind of took off a lot more than I'd expected it to, and it grew from there. And we added video and audio and stuff, and and we started doing the full broadcast with the whole crew, and it's kind of grown from there, I guess.
2: And now you even got your own uh, scoring software.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's the next phase in the evolution, I guess. (laughs) Um, You know, there's stuff that we really wanted to do to take things to the next level, and the only way to really do that was to centralize all of the data and... Um, you know, it really needed a system from the ground up. And some really cool opportunities came along to us that we weren't really expecting, um, just with some other companies that we partnered with. And it's kind of a no-brainer, I guess, to go this route then.
2: That's awesome. I still can't believe I we're just, talking to them. I love just, how the story started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dad told me it was a, a piece, piece of crap. Of crap yeah. <laughs> he took me to the hobby shop. That's the coolest dad in the world right there. A smart dad right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. My dad
0: used to be into uh like the tether planes or tether cars, more the airplanes and stuff, but he you know enough that he knew what the uh there's quality stuff out there more yeah. than the Walmart stuff or Radio Shack stuff that you buy, so
2: So are uh, you, are sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh that was pretty much it.
2: Okay. Are you a sponsored racer or
0: yeah, um I mean now I, I work for Team Associated. So that's my full time day job. Live RC and live time is you know passion and you know it's been growing a lot, but I still work forty hours a week for associated and I love doing that. And what do you what do you do uh, for associated? All of their programming. So a lot of their uh shopping cart systems, their web stuff, um database stuff, things like that. And some marketing okay. stuff I help out with.
2: Mm. Because, as you know, we did talk to Tim Tunnerman. Yeah. Yep. That's probably how you really heard about us.
1: You, you, um, you know, do, <laughs> do you know Nick very well? Yeah. Have you, do you follow him on Facebook? Yeah. He is one I mean, interesting I character. don't stalk, but yeah. <laughs> well, I can't help it. Every time I check my phone there, it's like, Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick. Although yeah. I laugh hysterically at a lot of his stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's funny. Yeah.
2: Talking about stalking, what's kind of funny you say that is. is uh, once we became friends on Facebook, I don't know what triggered it to, for me to go look, but I started looking through some of your pictures, and I saw oh, Facebook creep s- Yeah, something about the the the, the new uh, live RC <laughs> studio, and it must be in your basement. <laughs> and <laughs> while I was checking those out, I noticed that you have. A plethora of trophies that range from really small to probably taller than I am. You're not very tall though, bro. <laughs> no, it doesn't no. say much. My fun. five foot six is enough, okay. <laughs> and when you have trophies that big, it's a, that's. A, I'm telling you, you gotta go look on his. It's like that dude has won a lot of stuff. Nice. So is that like mm-hmm. all RC stuff related? Those trophies, or um,
0: I think the majority of them or the bigger ones are from motocross, um, but. There's definitely probably more in RC, but a lot of the RC stuff is plaques and stuff now. Right, right. Yeah.
2: But I-, I was impressed. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I didn't even know that picture was on there unless it got tagged or something in uh, it.
2: No, it's well, it's right on your f- I'll send you a link later. Okay. <laughs> He'll tag you in <laughs> it for your convenience. Yeah, no problem. All right. I'll take care of that for you. So I guess I'm the one with a million questions here. What are some of the, you know, just to put it into perspective for the average person, to get the, the information, you know, especially when we're watching the big races uh, or even a little race, uh, you know, like us, just the um, scoring data, I guess kind of explain that process to people, Brandon.
0: On um, how to you broadcast or how no, do you No, like, like what, it? no, what
2: the process is, like from the back end on your end, um, you know, how, what's kind of the, the overview of that? You know, how does it happen? The data goes from where to where and,
0: you know, all okay. of a sudden
2: shows up on your computer.
0: Sure. So, from LiveTime, we're constantly storing everything into a local database and then we're queuing up everything that um, we want to sync to the cloud. And all of those items are stored in a queue, so if you don't have internet, they're always you know, w- w- waiting and ready until an internet connection is detected. Once that happens, LiveTime will push all of the data up to our servers. From there it gets batched and processed almost instantly and then it's made available for the results for viewing online where we just query that same database for the live streaming stuff that's for the live results i mean um, that's a little bit different we have a, a real-time socket connection that's going to our server so every time a lap is crossed it sends a that lap's information for that driver and it's all in real time it goes to the server and then it's sent out to you all of the users that are connected to that server and that's all using um it's called node it's a real time uh socket protocol is awesome. the easiest way to explain it i guess yeah
2: and then with the video stuff uh, I'm sure that's a lot more of a detailed process um you guys are using a standard internet connection, cellular modems satellite
0: it really varies um <laughs> we've used. You know, ideally we'll always have a hardwired connection from the facility, so th- that's going to be the most stable.
2: Correct.
0: At a lot of events, we're using cellular connections because that's all that's available. We've used satellite before. Um, unfortunately, in the United States, satellite is really expensive yet. It's um, not so any
1: better in Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's a lot better in other parts of the world, but the U.S. is just really expensive on that kind of stuff yet. Um so we're working on that. We've rented some satellite stuff in the past for some really big events, but we do, you know, 40-some events a year. It's just not feasible to do that at every single event, unfortunately. Yeah. So a lot of them, we're still using cell cards. It's gotten a lot better with the cell connections, but it's never perfect. Um, fortunately for us, the races are on weekends, and the connections are usually a lot better on Saturday and Sunday than they are during the week with all the business traffic. So that's one thing we have going for us on the cell stuff, but it's, you know, it's not perfect, but it gets the job done the majority of the time.
2: It's interesting. And what kind of, like, are you guys using, um, what type of cameras? Like, are they like film grade professional or like the kind of thing you'd get at Best Buy?
0: The, they're pretty lower and professional. Okay. Um, we've rented some really, really good cameras in the past before, but at the end of the day, you were streaming to the internet and they don't need to be, we don't need a $30,000 camera. And with the dust and stuff, the environment that they're in, <laughs> yeah. we would just ruin them anyway. Yeah. So our cameras usually last us two years as is, and then we have to replace them oh, you know, if geez. we're lucky. And so we have some good cameras, but they're not, you know, the $20,000 or $30,000 things you'd see on, you know, some of the other networks or $100,000 ones you'd see for the Super Bowl.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. That makes me oh. cringe. Let's are outside <laughs> in the rain. So when you, yeah. uh,
2: when you go to an event and you're going to be broadcasting live, uh, how much equipment do you have to bring with you?
0: That really depends on the event. Um, th- there's a lot of events that we'll send one person to, typically Bob, and he'll go with two or three check bags of luggage and he's good to go. If we do the full crew, then we have a truck and trailer that we bring to the events, and we've got a studio set up in the trailer, and a whole
1: ton of equipment. Wow. I got my AZ, or commercial driver's (laughs) license, if you ever need a driver. (laughs) Good to know.
2: (laughs) In Canada, anyways. Uh, Hey, I'll drive. I'll go
1: to Wisconsin (laughs) and drive for them. I don't care. Not a big deal.
2: Wow. That's just... uh, You got some questions, Matt, that you want to ask?
1: Uh well I was kind of letting you get through the technical ones mine aren't so technical mine are more of uh like how how much fun is it when you know something's happening with the video feed and you're about to get a ration of uh, wonderful messages on the chat forum like do you just cringe and go okay
0: <laughs> uh, favorite part of my week
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it I mean I guess it comes with the territory it you know it's unfortunate when internet connections don't always cooperate. Because we really are trying to make it as good as possible. I mean, it's not in our best interest if the internet cuts out by any means. Uh, but it, it, we really are at the mercy of the internet connection at a lot of tracks. Because if we can't get the data up to the servers, we can't get it out to the end user. Right. And that's really, you know, the name of the game, I guess. It tracks where we have a solid connection. Then it's we've really had some really really smooth events before with you know no problems whatsoever and you know we've done seven day events with no problem but when we're at events and we're at the mercy of the connection that's provided to us or a cellular connection or you know out of the country where we have zero control over the connection it gets a little bit more difficult that's you know kind of a you know Take it as it goes, <laughs> yeah. I guess.
2: Well, and I mean, we know how that is with the cell phones, right? It's no yeah, different yeah. than a voice call. We, we call. Right. <laughs> one, one minute you're talking, and the next second you've moved three feet, and, the, and it's disconnected. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> yep. why? Like, how did I go from full service to no service in three feet? Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, like you said, I'm sure as loads shift eh, as people are moving, yeah. you know, because you're only connected to one cellular tower. Yeah, you know, so there's a lot of a lot of technical <laughs> things in the background, I guess. That
1: <laughs> Mike and I have a term for it. It's it. I'm with a cellular company, company in Canada called Rogers Wireless, and uh, needless to say, they they have some spotty issues when I travel on the highway the one day. And Mike and I will be talking, and we'll get disconnected. And my phrase for it when he calls back, he's like, "What happened there?" I'm like, "Well, I got rogered." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the the Live website clearly came before the live time uh, thing came up. Um, you guys get now... I mean, that has that evolved over time, or has it kind of always been the way it is?
0: In terms of the broadcast, you mean? No, or? no like
2: just the news information and things like that. Like, I know I pretty much check it every day.
1: Yeah, I get a lot... Well, sure. everything we talk about on the podcast, I get from there. Who you, you know, getting? and I
2: mean, I've only <laughs> been really looking. Like, I'll be honest, maybe the last 10 months to a year you know i kind of just never really stumbled ac- uh, across it until then you okay. know so i don't know what how long it's been out w- what was it like before you know that kind of thing
0: sure yeah, originally live rc was just the broadcasting side of things so we would do you know back in 2005 i think was our first event but we did one event a year for two or three years and that was just, just uh uh the novak race at track side which is real close to me and then 2008 is when we started getting a little bit more serious about it and traveling to, to some of the events. But it was still just live coverage, so during the week there was nothing there. So we wanted to add some content and you know make something more interesting to go back day to day. So that's when we started uh, doing daily content and news, and uh, we hired a full-time editor. Right now Waldron is the person doing that and does an awesome job, so every day there's... You know, a dozen stories or whatever's new, whatever's happening. We've got daily editorials we added about two years ago we started doing that. So it's not just press releases. There's a lot of original content, um, you know, opinion pieces, product reviews, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's been going really, really good. And traffic has really blown up a lot lately. Even last year we had huge increases in traffic. So that part's been going awesome.
2: So what would you say is an average day? How many hits? Uh, I, can't, I
0: don't want to really go into that too much publicly but it's uh, (laughs) i mean we're thousands and thousands of hits every day so it's been good
2: yeah no that's 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 a good answer (laughs) (laughs) mr technical over here asking for technical (laughs) um so what are some of the things that uh we can look forward to going forward uh you know new features things like that
0: I think the most exciting thing right now, uh, you know, obviously, live time. We've got a ton of stuff with that coming. We've got mobile apps coming for it. Um, we're we're really building out a lot of that, and I don't want to go too much into detail until we're ready to announce a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll see a lot of that coming soon, so keep checking the site. Um, on the live RC side of things, we're really trying to do a lot more events for free. That's our our biggest goal right now is to do ultimately every event for free because people will love it. Um, you know, nobody dislikes getting stuff for free the biggest hurdle right now is we do 42 events a year and to do it free it's got to be covered by the cost need to be covered by something or someone so we have a lot of help from sponsors currently and they've been great but there's just not enough money in the industry to do 42 events for free so we're starting to do some of the select big ones for free coming up next um we have silver state next month and that'll be completely free. We'll be streaming it on YouTube. Um, you know, No commercial interruptions for everybody. It's gonna be awesome. So I'm really looking forward to that and you'll see a lot more of that coming in the future. Um, so that, that's the biggest thing. Outside of that, we've got uh, revamps of all the sites coming now with live time kind of being done. We've got a great team of guys here that have been working on things and we'll have a new broadcast page coming soon for LiveRC, new LiveRC homepage. All kinds of stuff in the works. So,
2: sounds like you guys are busy at it. Yeah, and,
1: definitely. And this is a side job.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. no kidding. Well, the hell's wrong with got, you? Um,
0: <laughs> we've got some really good guys that have been doing a lot of the work on the, the site, and um, you know, Lifetime Corey does all the Lifetime programming, and he's awesome. A lot of guys have met him at the track. Really cool, easy to work with. Um, so yeah, we yeah there's some cool stuff coming we've got a lot of people working on it that you know makes it run pretty smooth
2: so you had mentioned um that a lot of a lot of things that you do are sponsored are you able to tell us who some of those sponsors are or give us the whole list if it's not too long
0: it it really varies from event to event um if you go on our website you know the, the banners that are on there, are all the people that support it. Okay. I'd read them all off right now, but I know I'd forget one because uh, I don't have a list prepared for that question. Okay. No. Nope, and if fair. I forget one, then I'm definitely gonna you're gonna feel bad it? about it.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I can mention a few I'm looking at right now. Uh, Techno, uh, Savox, Upgrade RC, J Concepts. Uh, oh, look, advertise Liberty with us. I'm gonna have to look into that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's just to name a few that are popping up in front of me. You know, uh, PR Racing. So it's obvious. Now, what I wanted to ask you actually is because I kind of find it a little interesting is that you see a lot of the little Live RC logo on a lot of a uh, lot of racers' vehicles. So is that something Live RC does? Do you guys sponsor racers and, and or is it just kind of uh their help? Like I don't know, you know?
0: You know, I I think. Um A lot of the racers have we've made friends with a lot of the guys over the years because we see them at so many different races yeah and i I think they like what we're doing they appreciate what we're trying to do and um you know we don't really have much to offer in terms of sponsorship because we're not you know making products or we don't have this cash cow to start paying people to put stickers on or anything like that Uh, but it's it's really cool because a lot of the drivers are just you know willing to put them on or they come up hey do you have any live rc stickers and they put it on and they're happy to do it, so it, it's been really cool. And you know, those guys are definitely we appreciate all of them that do that, and we try to give them coverage as much as we can. And you know, we help them out; they help us out. Kind of works both ways.
1: Nice, so, nice. So, Brandon, I was huh? gonna say, me
2: and Matt have the same question here. <laughs> you got any stickers? Definitely. <laughs> 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 no, no. The yep. question is, is how do we get the stickers? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot me an email. <laughs> we, we will always
1: we'll
0: give away stickers anybody that wants to run them. Cool, that's
2: awesome. Yeah, we'll take so we'll get you an address. Yeah. Okay. Even sure. a, even within the states, too.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know how to save. We'll save you on shipping. Big time. Yeah, that's only like a 90-cent stamp now, <laughs> I think.
2: <laughs> Holy cow, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, what did it cost you when you sent out your daughter's invites? Holy
2: cow, yeah. bots. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean,
0: shipping is getting crazy.
2: Oh, and, and just go look at what the Canadian dollar's worth, too. That'll make you cry a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's just awful right now. It's not a Canadian buyer's market. No. If we're buying out of the states, I can tell you that. Yet we still do it. Yeah, we don't have a choice. <laughs> so, what kind of um, what kind of RCs do you race?
1: Team associated. I was just gonna say. I'm gonna I go with say, associated. Okay, that was a pretty
2: <laughs> dumb question, actually. Forgot about that conversation. So, what classes do you run in? That is the better <laughs> question. <laughs> okay. um,
0: I I'm biggest into one ten scale electric off road. I race a scale off road also. You know, love the nitro and electric and e-buggy stuff, but I've raced electric off-road the longest. I've dabbled in on-road, and I like it, but just not really any on-road tracks by us anymore, so pretty much just off-road now.
2: So is that all on clay, or do you hit the carpet stuff up too?
0: I've never raced carpet off-road. Oh, I would wow. love to. I just, there's hasn't been anywhere around here that races it, so oh, I've never so, had a chance to give it a shot yet.
1: So what are you doing on May 3rd? Um... I don't know. You should drive yourself about, I'm uh, not sure quite how <laughs> far north, and come race <laughs> with us. We're, we're having a big uh, year-end event then, so.
0: You know, I could see if we could get some guys together and make a road trip out of it.
1: Oh, that would be kind of friggin'
2: cool. You're you're in Wisconsin, you said?
1: Yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. It's oh,
2: not really? Yep. It's not, not that far away. I know a lot. Fun. No, it's not. Five not like hours? Yeah. Hour, five really. hours?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know if I asked it, you this earlier. Do you know uh, Rick Seaford? Yeah. He's coming up. Okay, So I would cool. get in touch with him because he said there's a couple guys, too, that... Uh, I think it's Sefford. Sefford, C4. Yeah. I can't remember how to say his last name. Poor guy. Even <laughs> asked him. <laughs> 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 Anyways, the sure. Gone Banana Racing Skins guy. How about we do yeah. that? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd get in touch with him. That'd be awesome. Yeah.
1: It'd be Sweet. cool to see if you guys come up this way, for sure. Get a chance to shake some hands, meet some people. Definitely. Yeah, at
2: least in May it won't be quite... Well, you guys get a decent winter where you are, right? Yeah, there are no strangers to oh, it. I don't know if or.
0: decent is the right word, but we get... We get winter, yes, but it's
1: more miserable
2: than
0: decent. Well,
2: come where we are, <laughs> you'll appreciate your winter. Oh, it's about yeah. the
1: same because they're just off the lake down there, yeah. too. Yeah, They get, they get, they get their fair have you share. Been, have
2: you been in the minus 40 Fahrenheit range for the last two weeks? <laughs>
1: no,
0: that we haven't. Okay, well, we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were trying to convince me to go there.
2: Well, it won't be like that in May, so yeah. you'll be fine. You okay. can probably wear all shorts, right. so you'll I be all right. I always wore shorts today.
1: It was minus 12, I think. Celsius. Celsius. So you'd have to convert that. uh, Five or six Fahrenheit. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Ten. Uh, Us Canadians are funny
2: numbers. Yeah.
1: Our funny numbers. We're not the people that go from being in the positives to the negatives (laughs) and then get close to the negatives of the other one.
0: Yeah, you guys definitely win that battle. I I hate our standard system. It's terrible.
1: Like 34 degrees in the States is is almost freezing. (laughs) 34 here, we're like, okay, we're walking around in thongs.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gee, dude. Bad <laughs> image. No, we're not. Jim, you got any questions? No, no. It's too technical for me. It's, uh, it's, over, t- <laughs> it's, hey, it's over my no, head.
1: it's not so technical for you. Jim, what did you say to Mike the other night when you were showing you live time? Yeah, I kind of learned it. It was.
2: Yeah, uh, I was giving Jim the, uh, I said, Jim, I said, this is so easy that even you can do it. And he was like, no, no, there's no way. I'm like, dude, check this out. Yeah. And I took him through creating an event. All the drivers were in there. We threw in the classes, yeah. added Jim, me, you. We even made some mock races. It was great. You and your mock races. You <laughs> love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow I still always he, finish last. He was, call, he was calling the races too. <laughs> screaming out people's Friend, names. Brandon, if I could have had you on the phone, you would have been in tears. <laughs> Jim is standing in my little office and in comes my girlfriend with my daughter. And I'm just hollering at the top of my lungs, calling out this mock (laughs) race, Yeah, (laughs) watching it update on my second monitor on live. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It was one of those moments you had to be there, but I'm telling you, Jim was in tears and my girlfriend was shaking her head. (laughs) Yeah, she was proud. Is your, uh, so from the family aspect, and I I like asking this question, is your, uh, do you have any kids? Yep. Three. Holy cow. Yep. And we're done. (laughs) (laughs) so do you you bring the family with to these events uh you know is your wife involved a lot um things like that i know for us i kind of call the rcs the wife kryptonite because they tend to yeah
0: yeah my uh they haven't really traveled any um our oldest is nine so he's he's starting to race now he's been racing about two years and He races a lot club racing, and he's came to a couple outdoor Nitro ones where we just kind of camp out for the weekend. Right on. Um, We haven't done a whole family one because our youngest ones um, last summer during the outdoor ones were under one years old, you know, nine months and Mm -hmm. two and a half. So I think we'll definitely start doing that when they get a little bit older, but right now the noise and dust would just be a little bit too much for them.
2: Yep, I can understand that. Mine just turned a year old, so. Okay. I know how that is. <laughs> yeah. I'm a,
0: I'm at 10 and 7. Nice. Yeah. That's that's a good age to bring them with then. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, definitely. I got the little one up my butt. Daddy, can I race? Daddy, can I <laughs> race? Daddy, can I marshal? And, you know, she's out there yesterday marshalling, and she goes and grabs it, flips it over. And I'm saying that's it slow really marshal. slowly because that's how kind <laughs> it was. It's like, you got to go fast. And she looked at me, and she kind of <laughs> stamped her feet. I'm like, no, you got to be fast. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, it's always a challenge, you know. To I, I know, I think it, I speak for all three of us here. You know, it's such a balance sometimes of mm-hmm. the hobby and then the family life. You know, and yeah. you're so dedicated to the RC stuff. It's almost like another child. It's, it's almost the best way to describe mm-hmm. it. And you know, mm. it's it's some days. It's just it's you got to ask yourself why? What, what? What am I doing this?
1: Well, look at me. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> I'm doing this podcast. I'm going to do another one tomorrow night. <laughs> Oh yeah, that goes over real well.
2: (laughs) But I like it. I love it. That's why I do it. Yeah. I think that's why we all do it, right? Yep. So Brendan, is there anything that you kinda wanna anything else you wanna mention or? Um Spill the beans on anything that you haven't already? You know, uh From team associated maybe?
0: I, lips are sealed there. I can't say anything. On yeah, that don't front. don't
1: pull a Tim and then I post the podcast and then he messaged me saying, can you edit this part out? I kind of forgot we were recording. Yeah, that's
0: one rule there. You can do a lot to screw up, but don't spill the beans in anything and yeah. you're all good.
1: That's awesome. I had to laugh at him. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that part wasn't supposed to be in. He's like, "Yeah, I didn't even realize I'd said it.
2: <laughs> Tim gave us a setup to try on our B5M's. It's been pretty it's been good. I like I really enjoy it. Big I find change.
1: yeah, I find it, it definitely is the, the solution we were looking for. We're still nice. chasing our tails with that carpet yeah. though at our track. That's the only problem.
0: What's yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't what's even right? know where to start on carpet.
1: Oh I'll talk to Tim. He definitely has <laughs> yeah. a setup for you. <laughs> yeah. That will work. I All guess
2: right. I guess being a racer, uh we always kinda ask this to everybody is what's kinda your one piece of advice that you would give to somebody that's just starting out?
0: um i'm probably not the best person to ask for advice on racing
2: (laughs) don't throw Um, your controller they're expensive
0: (laughs) yeah i i guess go slow and don't crash um you know slow is fast i think that's you know kind of cliche but it's probably the most true thing there is in racing jim um
2: you can uh speak to that one running your 17.5 what blinky blinky in yes. the mod class in the mod class <laughs> yeah. and then winning <laughs> <laughs> as he looks nice. up at the ceiling all modestly like <sighs> uh yeah but it is true because you got a lot more control of your vehicle at that point yeah. right yeah and i know sometimes when you have too much there you're trying to control it from just doing the all you know like the I don't even know how you'd say it, but like the streamer wobble down the track because you just I got. Yeah, like it's just, you get so much and the thing just, th- there's no traction.
1: Well, it could be like me and my two wheel drive buggy literally bouncing off the pipes <laughs> all the way down the one straight. <laughs> I was just trying to stay in it the whole way,
2: tink, tink, tink. <laughs> when in doubt, gas it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Why not? Well, what do you say, Matt? Finish or finish checkers? No, it's uh, checkers or wreckers. Oh, checkers or wreckers. <laughs> I'm either finishing this race
1: or I'm exploding <laughs> it. <laughs> well, look, I launched That's mine. the most fun way to do it? Well, I took mine at the end of one of the races, my two wheel drive buggy, and we had a little wall ride at our last one. And I, I decided, oh, what the heck? I'm just going to gas it up. And there's a heat exchanger just above. I damn near landed. My two-wheel drive buggy on top of the heat exchanger.
2: (laughs) And it was 20 feet up. Yeah. Like, I mean, you were getting the stepladder out and probably a stick to get that thing down. If it
1: would have landed on its (laughs) wheels, I would have just drove it off. If it would have landed upside down, then it would have been, okay, how do we get this
2: down? (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. Okay, well, I'm out of questions, I think.
1: Are you? Yeah. You had a lot of technical questions, and I'm glad you did because, to me, it's all... I, I'm the kind of person I sit down and I just start clicking on things until I figure it out. Right, right. So
2: n- <laughs> actually, on a technical question again, you're more a software guy, Brandon? Yeah. Okay. I'm a technical guy. Yeah. Hardware right. guy, I should say. Replacing parts and... I'll figure it all, all out. All sorts of stuff, cabling, things like that. We do the software stuff, but it's not... It's, you know, just basic Windows server support, exchange, things like that, but whatever.
1: Sure. If you can Google it, we can figure it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Depending on how complicated the instructions are, there's a few times we're just like, Mm-mm, "Not touching that."
2: Yeah, there's been a few times. Oh. Well.
1: I think I'm done. Are you done? Yes, I am. Well, Brandon, of course, we're. This was a special edition MBM podcast, and I was super excited to do it. Um, I'm going to ask you to do, of course, the typical thing that I always do, and. Give us the whole, uh, I'm Brandon Road from LiveRC.com, and you're listening to the MBM podcast, and I'm going to cut it out. And actually, this time for the next one, I'm really going to put them all together because I still haven't done that.
0: All right. Well, I am Brandon Rode, and you're listening to... Wait, I got to start that over. I already screwed it up. Okay, That's go okay. ahead.
1: <laughs> I can edit. I'm,
0: okay. I'm Brandon Rode from LiveRC.com, and you're listening to the MBM bo- podcast.
2: Look at that. Awesome. And Do it's have... Rode, not Rode. Yeah.
0: It is roadie, yes.
2: Oh, okay, good. We've been calling you Brandon Road for uh, <laughs> well. At least he was played and didn't correct us.
0: I'm, I'm so used to that; I it just I don't even think twice about it. Well, it's uh, you've seen, that's how everybody says it.
2: You've seen my last name, and I usually get the medaglia because of the G in there, but it's actually said medallia. Really? Okay. A- and well, f- I
0: was saying it in my head wrong this whole time, too. Yeah, so. well, and, <laughs> and
2: the beautiful thing is, is the telemarketers from overseas, <laughs> oh, man, they, they say it in three chunks. They, it's usually meta Egli a <laughs> It's <laughs> Mr. Egli la And I'm like, who the heck is that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know right away what they're calling Oh, yeah, then. I'm like,
2: no, I, you got the wrong house, man. <laughs> Just hang up. <laughs> well, Brandon, I really hope that uh, now I'm excited to get you up here. Yeah, I and, hope. You know, shake that's hands kind of thing and have some competitive racing.
1: Oh, and now you know I'm gonna rip the crap out of him when they're broadcasting things on the chat. You know <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna get banned from the chat, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> can
2: you do that, Brandy? Can you can you ban people from the yes. live RC chat?
1: Yep. Nice.
2: Haven't had to do it too much, but from time to time. Hmm.
1: So just remember that folks. You wanna talk trash, you can click on it and you're gone. Sayonara. And it can make you watch commercials for an hour. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I'm definitely going to play nice now. That's all I'm going to log in.
2: (laughs) Why do I keep getting
1: commercials?
2: Your your premium account isn't going to be premium anymore, but he's still going to take your money. Oh, it'll be premium. (laughs) It'll just be premium commercials. It'll
0: be be anti-bullying commercials. There you go. Oh, yes. That'd be good.
2: (laughs) Matt could use that.
1: Believe me. I'm not a bully. (laughs) Shut up, Mike. Take you outside. But, uh, yeah, Brandon, thank you very much for for chatting with us. Of course, if you have anything in the future you want to talk about, um, we'll keep doing these special ones. Um,
2: Yeah, like when new features or anything are coming out, you know, that you want to get out there, uh, we're definitely an avenue. I think that uh, we're so flabbergasted by the reach that we're getting.
1: Yeah, the people that are reaching out to us. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, Like it's
2: just, I mean, we're just three dudes sitting in a basement. Like if you could see us right now, you'd be like, these guys aren't gonna make it. They're not. No <laughs> one's gonna listen to it. Yet it's happening. Yeah, you know, I know it's so cool. We're we're just well, so awesome, and we're just three guys. You know, we're again just kind of nobody's out there, just doing our thing, and we get starstruck, is what it is. Like yeah. Ty Tessman yeah. was
1: our first interview. Yeah, our second and podcast in, we uh, talked to Ty Tessman. I think we nice. literally <laughs> shook. Yeah, we were shaking in our chairs,
2: and we and we got off with him, and I'm like. Why were we so nervous? We just <laughs> talked to Ty <laughs> Tesman, you know, that's why. Like, it's Ty uh, Tesman, you know, just, ah, oh, just, <laughs> and the same thing with you, just the excitement every time. Every mm. time we talk to somebody, it's just like, you, get, you feel like a kid again, and I think that's what the RCs do. Yeah. Is they bring out that little kid in, in all of us, and then our wives bring us back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with your toys.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Well. Oh, he's such a buzzkill.
2: All right, Brandon, well, I'll ask you to just
1: stick around while we really play their little uh, out deal, and uh, we'll uh, we'll chat with you here uh, real quick once we're all finished up. All right, sounds okay, good. Okay, so just bear with us here, and we'll talk to you in a few. All
0: right, thanks a lot. Yeah.
1: Well, that was fun, guys. That was certainly fun. So that's it. That's a special edition NBM podcast. Special edition. Not even going to get a p- episode number to it. Just special edition. Ten and a half. Ten point five? <laughs> Ten point five? Ten point five? That's it for us. We're out of here. Talk to you later, guys.